a mysterious letter arrives for Southwind by Southwind. Let's see where we go this week as Fran takes the DM reins once more on Hapless Heroes. Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band. <laughs> Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band? Yeah. I'm not even going to try it. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco and on tonight I'm going to be your host in DM. It feels really good to be back in the seat. I'm going to introduce a wonderful cast of characters uh, tonight. To my left we have Phil playing Hedrick the Entertainer. You guys, we stopped that ritual. I just want to write another song. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. A letter for me? Zach as Parado Lincoln Woods. Let's take it out and chop it up. And John as Dr. Dedu. Did I miss anything, Pregnant? Uh, <laughs> Dave sent his best. He cannot be with us for this recording session. He will be back with us in a couple weeks. So we love you, Dave. We're going to do some fun stuff. So as you may have heard from our little intro, Quinn got a mysterious letter. I did. Um, some other things that are going on. Uh, you guys just, you know, disrupted a ritual. And Jarrell is like healing the people, and Pregnard is cooking up a, a feast for them as well. We were entertaining them. It was like a whole big right. party. Yeah. And you guys are in Jorvik's home, which is in the northern parts of the islands in the, the Kingdom of the Sea Lords, um, in the Blood Bay. And you've sort of essentially helped this town. And you guys try to recoup, you know, figure out maybe what's, what your next moves are when Quinn receives a mysterious letter. But just to see if we can let you guys stew with that for a little bit longer, kind of what I want to do to start off this, you know, this new chapter of our story, right? Before we get into the, the nitty gritty of the things that I have planned. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would like all of you just to roll initiative, just to see what order of check-ins we're doing here. All right. So, it's been a while since we've heard from our pal Paradil. He kind of stayed behind while uh, we had a little party select situation and Pregnart uh, was doing all the fun stuff. So, Perry, what have you been up to while the gang has been out curing uh, a disease, essentially, a magical disease? He's been, uh, he's been doing some reading, been brushing up on his, uh, his lore mm. and his uh, history. Yes. Maybe some observational skills. Mm. And, uh, yeah. He's been uh, just working on some hand-eye coordination. It's good. It's, his, it's always good to be ready. Hey, he's in his room. He's got nothing else to do. And, you know, he's got the books out. And he's oh. got the sword of swinging at some small <laughs> targets. I see. That's there, not, and that's not a euphemism, right? This all <laughs> sounds like innuendo. There's no way around it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's great. Is he... Uh, so I, I want to say that Peridot, you're starting to notice. I mean, you've you've kind of heard about what's going on at this point now. Like, yeah. you know, that's maybe what you've been doing this whole I think, time. Yeah, we've all gotten updates. Um, yeah, Peridot, at the end of the last episode, had you know check in with 
Pregnart himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like even Pregnart knew enough to, you know, fill in and uh, fill in Paradell on any any situations that he. Well, they did have a brief conversation. Yeah. You know, when you when they all everyone returned to the airship for sure, where you actually had you talking to yourself, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd like to do now is maybe just ask you, what would Paradell's next move be from here? Like, if if you you know just just. In general, like just kind of knowing what you know, you don't really. I wouldn't say you know about the letter because I don't think Quinn has historically been very good at sharing letters with people, no. or something. Um, like that. I think Paradel would want to get down on the ground and uh, first of all try to assist Jarrell with anything that he might need. Okay. Um. So just generally making yourself useful, kind yeah. of around like the camp, like there's like a whole like you know like sea of tents that the Omega Project set up now as sort of like a, like a relief station. How many yeah. is it only been one day since we cured everybody or how many days is it? Been I'm now? I'm kind of making this a bit amorphous at this point yeah. now. Maybe like a few days, you know, I, no more than a week yeah. has gone by at this point, but you guys are just like collecting yourselves and like it takes time. You know, I mean you're and Jarrell may even be working, you know, a bit beyond this. It depends on, you know, how long we're planning to stay, but um yeah, you, you you're just you maybe spent maybe spend a couple days just like helping out wherever you can, you know, helping deliver supplies, helping, you know, maybe fashion um, certain metalwork items, right? Yeah, it's like you know, you're, you're more than a, you're, you don't just do weapons as a blacksmith. You can make many things. Yeah, right. So braces, you know, um, maybe some prostheses. Exactly. Oh Which yeah. We were talking about like you know how there was going to be some quote unquote Omega Project uh, like <clears throat> weird medieval prosthetics. That should be fun. Yeah, medieval cyborgs. Medieval cyborgs, right? <laughs> um, and he's great. always on the lookout for any you know anything that may have gotten left behind. You know. I don't want to say what do you looting. Mean, what do you mean by <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would like to, I mean, like, what do you, how would you define that? But, uh, you know, he, he's poking around, you know, he wants to go, he's always looking for something cool or rare. He's going to, you know, weapon shops. He, you know, in, in this town, I feel like there have been some regional, uh, what's the word? Not delicacies, but um, specialties. Yeah, specialties in terms of weaponry and yeah. smithing. There, you, and you, you know he's what? always on the lookout for interesting stuff. Not even to, you know, uh, purchase himself, but just as uh, an artisan himself. Makes sense. Um, I'm gonna actually make. I'm gonna make a roll for that real quick, and I'm gonna have you make one in a sec. So, yes, you actually find a. Um, We'll call it a, I'm trying to think of the, the, the region here. I want, to, I want to come up with a good style for this particular region. Yeah, yeah. You find a specialist in uh, finesse, um, weaponry, and gear. We're talking about lightweight metals uh, in general. So like mithril and things like that. Um, or, or even just using like, you know, common metals and making them more lightweight. You very find cool. someone who's very specialized. You find like, a store that was specialized in making these things. What's this person's name? <sighs> Mikey Mithril. <laughs> I mean, that that'd be the guy to go to. Yeah, uh, Mikey. <laughs> however, Mikey is not actually in the store. You reach the storefront, and sounds it, about right. It is empty. Um, he, you know, you have no idea if Mikey is among the dead or injured. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like, as right now, everyone's sort of a mass at the center of town. So like, when you're like kind of doing a little exploring, like, there's not really a lot of people around here. Like, everyone's, you know, in the relief area. There was mm-hmm. just a plague. Like, right. there isn't yeah. any. Yeah. I mean, you may see a patrol of some like you know, 
just bruisers in general, like maybe security officers, I'm gonna use air quotes there, from the Omega Project, kind of patrolling the streets, making sure that like, there's no remnants of anything, right? Like weird abominations or anything like that. Like, you know, this was just a very hot zone. Right. What do Omega Project guards look like? So they are wearing- <laughs> no, I don't think we've seen anything like right. that before. So it's, it's, it's weird, right? These guys are- I imagine they have Omega-shaped helmets. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. the first thing that comes to mind. Yes. Um, but I was going to say that they're also like, while they may have helmets on, like they're, 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 they're wearing more like clothes, but they're like, you, see, you can see that they're like padded. Is it weird that I'm picturing like the papal police force for some reason? I mean, I'm just trying like to like big, like almost like clown costumes with the big tri, the big spear or something like I'm that. I'm not sure if I'm familiar actually. Oh, I have to look on. I was thinking more of like lightly armored orderlies. You know, right. like I mean, that's gotta, kind of it's kind of what it is. These guys are your 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 generic. When I say generic, it's kind of hard to say that a crazy science um, organization that has its hands in many many things across this entire southern continent um, as a generic anything because there's like technology and shit in this world. But as far as their look, like I said, like like it almost looks like clothing, like official like padded clothing. But it it does look like it offers some protection with like these like yeah weird shaped helmets. With like the omega, yeah, like the omega, like kind of cut out of it. <laughs> they're they're peering through. Some and there's some variation. It seems like there's some style variation. Some is just like a one omega over each eye hole. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, others, it's one just big omega symbol. Uh-huh. You know, it's like there seems to be some, some variation. Like the Power Ranger helmets, where they're all Kinda, slightly yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, but just made out of metal. Okay, right. Yeah, I know why I thought of them now. First of all, they're called the Swiss Guard. Okay, and they dress like that. That's not at all what I was mentioned. Oh, was I, I imagine that. <laughs> but I love that. <laughs> Pretty great. The next time there's a guard. <laughs> to find that picture, go to our Discord. Yeah, right? So that's generally what they look like. Uh, but they're, you see a patrol of them maybe you know, every once in a while. Like They're just kind of like checking buildings, making sure, A, that there's still like no survivors that they missed. They're you know, just doing like the general sweep of the area to make sure it's still clean. But... Um, if you wanted to enter the store, you could, or we can just pause on that for a second. Maybe I'll we let can you, pause. Yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you ponder on that. Yeah, I dropped the L word, but Paradol's not going to be looting. Okay, because like I wanted this to check. A, this is a store. This is the first thing he's happening upon that you know is really piquing his interest. Right. He's, he's going to be respecting Mikey Mithril's shop. I, I appreciate that. Um, if we're just something laying on the ground, I see. He would take it to you know the city center. And say, hey, I found this. I gotcha. Dibs, but <laughs> <laughs> I will also say if that somebody claims it. <laughs> right. If you were of the mind, right, this also is, I mean, if the if Mikey Mithril is dead, this is also a potential storefront. Sure. Um <laughs> with stuff in it. Yeah. That I could franchise out or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I will let I just I'm let pretty you do dedicated it. to my my heroing ways now. Right. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> just just to put the information out there. So, thank you, Peridot. I'd like to see Quinn. What are you doing now? As you what are is next? what is this time frame we're trying to? Fill? I'm saying this is within about a week. Okay, that's perfect. All right, so I have um entrusted Murph. Mm-hmm. Quinn has entrusted Murph with a letter of his own. That he has. So you've given yourself a letter? No, no, no. I'm, I have. I have. Okay. 
<laughs> I have sent a letter uh-huh. in response to this letter, which I still have yet to share. Oh, that you are giving to Murph to deliver. Correct. Got it. Okay, understood. Um, so, in- and for the audience, uh, because Mike is being, you know, Mike again. <laughs> um, I texted him what this letter says, so sure. he does know what it says. I do, and uh, I guess I've made the mistake again of not being <laughs> the one to tell you what it says. Um, so there's missing information that I'm requesting. There's missing information. There is missing information. Okay, cool. Um, what kind of missing information, uh, would you like to share any of your thoughts with us? I will, all I will say, and you will understand Uh is, is there a date? Okay. Um, you, so you're sending the letter back. I am sending a very flowery response uh asking uh basically uh saying yes okay uh in a very flowery wonderful quin way uh-huh and uh requesting when would be uh a good time a good time okay yeah the letter is sent okay murph is uh, you're saying are you saying murph is going to hand deliver this Murph is going to hand deliver this. Yes. Okay. Um, you given any? You given Murph any mortal transportation to um, do this with? I've given him some money to do this with. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. How much money have you given Murph? Just for my records, want to see what kind of budget Murph is working with? Um, a thousand gold. Sounds good. And we don't lend him a pony or anything like that? No, he gave him a thousand to essentially go buy one for himself, it seems like. Well, I mean, I'm sure that Jarrell is unaware that Murph is even going, so he couldn't offer him Correct. a pony. <laughs> um, so I have sent Murph on this this quest for me. Um, and do I know about what you have found? The, the store. Oh, probably not. You have not shared that with me? I mean... That's fine. He's still at the store. I'm just curious. I've just been poking around... Sure. Okay. ...the city by myself, probably. Okay. All right, cool. And I would not be doing so, so... So you're just kind of now patiently waiting a response. Are you on the airship or on ground level at this point? Um... You're just chilling in your ship? I'm... Away I'm from, the, away from the general the public. You are, you are still one of the most famous people... Like, that, that you're, right. you're probably so that you guys are all probably still the talk of the town now. Like, because you were just named also, uh, don't forget, the heroes of Telduria. Right, we are now the hot. The hot. The hot. Yeah. Um, Side note <laughs> Are you asking because, aren't, aren't you, are, are you trying to double level up with like fighter stuff? Um, as the player, I'm curious about what you found. And I think Quinn would also be curious mm-hmm. if he knew. But if he doesn't know, then yeah, I that's mean, fine. we already, we already. Okay. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, while he's waiting for this letter, mm-hmm. he is continuously writing more stories. His ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Probably, d- probably about whatever your friends just did. Oh um, yeah, I have literally been eavesdropping on all of the stories that right. I've heard from the last uh, adventure, and I have been putting myself right in the middle of it. Sounds good. Yep. Jarrell, you're next. Um, what have you, what are you doing? Like, I mean, you're, you mean you're probably still. I'm sorry, you're to do, right? Well, no, uh, no we I would say that, I'll, I'll do everybody. Um, so to do or uh, Jarrell mm-hmm. is helping Zero uh, fasten their uh, prosthetics 
So Zero and Jarl are working on that. Jarl is making sure that he's healing people Got to, it. in case anything is rejected. Like he's right. helping uh, speed the process up. They've been probably at this for a couple days. Okay. And then what is Dedu doing? Um, <laughs> so Dedu is just kind of flying around the town. Um, he spends most of his days either, either on the crow's nest of the airship or just flying circles around the airship. Okay. Um, it's just enjoying the freedom of flight. But he is going to fly out towards the bay. Are there any ships? Um, so there are some Omega Project ships docked here, mm-hmm. as well as maybe some local, um, like local like commercial and like personal ships, like people's, okay. people's boats and like like fishing boats, you know, shipping are, boats. Are there the same amount of commercial and personal boats as there were prior to the plague? Good question. Um, you don't know. I'm going to because use you guys got here mind. while it was happening. I'm going to okay. use keen mind. He okay. remembers everything within the last month and only the last month. Okay, so <laughs> but I mean, you weren't here a month ago. But when we showed up, there was a plague going oh, you on. You mean like just from the moment you arrived to, to the now. end of the plague? It's been a couple days now. Okay. Are more ships coming into the harbor? Um, the ones that are coming in at this point um, are mostly like project-based ships. Mm-hmm. But you are starting to see, you have seen some uh, other nations and also um, just ones from like this like the this area of the Sea Lords. Like okay, more like I wouldn't call them rickety, just like very custom ships. We'll just call them. You know what I mean? Like but, they're but the, flying, they're flying certain colors that are of this region, but no two ships look alike. Can I roll a history for Dudu on if he knows anything about this, the this kingdom area? of the Sea Lords? Yeah, absolutely. And which ships might be what? Absolutely, you may. Uh, let's say twenty-five. Great. So let me tell you a little bit about this area. So the islands of the Blood Bay mm-hmm. um, are. You know, there's, there's many islands in this in this area, but there's one gigantic island that you guys are on the northern end of right now, where you are in Jorvik's Yor- home. Okay. Um, the capital city, which is to the south of here, is Ardwall, and it is a uh, essentially these this island these islands are ruled by very loosely ruled by the sea lords. You know them to be three captains that oversee. You know, and I'm using oversee in a very uh, loose sense. The Not operations. under the sea? Right. Of this <laughs> island. You know um, that these, you know, these, these three individuals change frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, usually either because of a violent insurrection, because that's just how things go, or because they're like, fuck it, I don't want to do this whole leadership thing anymore. Someone else can do this. I just want to go out to sea. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's—I wouldn't call it right. There is a there is a surprising amount of organization, you know, for like a large region, but um, it's more a little bit a little more lawless than I think what you'd come to expect from uh, some of the other established nations, you know, in the southern kingdoms. Okay, but out of the ships that I do recognize, mm-hmm. are there any are there more of the nice kind that might be more associated with the, these sea lords? I mean. You wouldn't. You don't know. You have, you haven't seen any famous ships. I guess let's okay. put it that way. You would know if it was one of their ships or people in their entourage or I guess like in their like you know inner circles because of just like you know it takes it takes quite a bit to be uh, you know actually hack it as a 
one of the, you know, rulers of the Sea Lords, one of the three captains. Um, you also know, because, like, these three captains uh, operate what's called the uh, the Grand Armada. Okay. And that's, like, their combined three fleets, essentially. It's uh, massive. It's probably, it's probably the most massive naval fleet anywhere in the world that you know of. Which is also probably why they've stayed on this island for so long, because no one wants to fucking invade. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, you said rule will change between them regularly. The three, I guess, top captains, for some reason it's three, you know, because it's always, it's always been three, yeah. um, will change. Not like like crazy, like maybe certain like tribal or cultures will, you know, maybe like the, you know, like, like the war, strongest is the war chief kind of thing. This is more like... Stabbing each other in the back, probably. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so it's there is there is a certain amount of politics to pirates. You drank the saying. captain, yeah, and you drank his captain, and mm-hmm. you drank his captain. <laughs> right, but is this more of a just rotating dictatorship? Um, or is it elected? A like, dictatorship would be a very one. strong word. There's three leaders. <laughs> okay, it's because seems- the amount of actual leading they do is minimal. Minimal when compared to what it takes to operate some of the other nations in this in this world. And now, are the Sea Lords known as like, because obviously nobody's invading them. No. But um, are they relatively peaceful or are they like lawful in there nature? Has, I, the foul upheaval has definitely created what we would, I would call a just a general... Um, I, w- I don't want to say ceasefire because it's not like there was wars happening before, but there was like definitely piracy in, in and of itself was way more rampant before the event. Right now, it's like maybe some there's like certain pockets of like you know the out like there's the, probably the, better the outer rims of society here, right? Yeah. Like everyone's sort of at least like there's like a very unstable truce, I guess, that exists between all nations because of the larger issue at hand of the undead constantly trying to invade from the Crucible Lands. And this is pretty far up north, at least like in the middle, right? You guys are like on the northwest side of the southern end of the continent, I guess. It's like the southern hemisphere of this continent. So you're southwest of Ul, essentially the center. It's like this island off to the edge of the continent. Yeah. So basically a a common enemy has kind Mm -hmm. of shifted their focus. Correct. Okay. But I mean, you know. Sure. They're pirates. They're fucking pirates. Exactly. Yeah. I've been just dancing around the word pirates because, like, I wanted. They're essentially highly refined pirates. A lot of frontier law, I imagine, mm. in these parts. Yeah, frontier pirate law. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what you know. Uh, you don't, and you don't recognize any, I guess, noteworthy ships. Just, I don't. I don't know that uh, Didu would anyway. Yeah, but can you remind me what the three names on the letter were? Sure. I know one of them, obviously. Um, yeah, I'll remind one. everybody else too. Um, that you, no, you you, don't, you have no idea who the leadership is. That's why yeah. I didn't tell you their names. But right. just so you know, Quinn, mm-hmm. and for the audience, Bubbles Blossom and Buttercup. It is <laughs> <laughs> James Gare, Derek One Eyed Dudley, and Tessa Southwind. Um, those are the names, mm-hmm. um, and that's what you know, Doctor, to do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, th- people are starting to come up. I think it's like you're also have maybe having messengers going back and forth to like you know maybe spreading the news like, hey, I think Yorvik's home is okay. Yeah, you know, and so this. I think at this point, it's probably just a lot of messengers and like shipments of stuff coming in and out again. Okay. Now that the coast is, I guess the things are relatively okay. Um, so I mean, Dudu spent a good portion of his time by the water, and he likes the water, so he's going to fly down. Of course, he's um, a goose person. Yeah, into the dock area, the, like where the ships are kind of coming in, and just kind of plant himself. 
in the water, like like sitting, just, like, just bobbing, yeah, so bobbing in the water. Okay, yeah. Um, it'll stick his head under, just kind of peek around under underwater. Yeah. Oh, okay. His goose head goes underwater. So, so you're like a reverse periscope, like a goose would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's kind of looking around. Some fish and stuff. Um, Is it a nice bay? Um, it's a serviceable dock. Is it clear? Or is it it's dirty? Uh, it's actually pretty nice over here. There's a, there are some there are some um, some some like reefs and things like that to, to to see around here. The water is very crystal clear. Okay. Um, you see some like wrecked ships way down because mm-hmm. the water is very clear, but it's like you had to dive pretty deep. Yeah. It, it's a it's a pretty sharp drop um, on this on this particular side of the island. When he takes back off, does he recognize Murph going anywhere? I'm just curious if you would see. Yeah, you would see. Uh, you probably see Murph because it's the best, the easiest way to get down is to sail. So yeah, you probably would have seen Murph get onto a boat, um, and you see him pay like a ferryman, okay, with some of the gold he has, and gets on a uh, a boat. He's, he looks very excited and, and, and appears to be carrying a wrapped like scroll case, like yeah. a sealed scroll case. Uh, Dudu flies around the ship like. High in the air, so like you just kind of like see him out to see. Yeah, him. he's two hundred feet. Yeah, he's just kind of watching the ship. He, you watch for several hours because mm-hmm. he's cruising. You can probably, you know, invisibility is nice today. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he makes it just fine. Um, I'd like to do to do something when Murph hits his destination. If he can, see you're it. not going to be able to see the destination. Then it won't matter. Okay, okay. it's like the southern end of this uh, island. You guys are at the northern side. Okay. And what made you follow him as opposed to any other character? He just recognized him. And I knew that he was going out to the sea, too. So I, I thought about it because he would be headed out mm. that way, probably. Yeah. Paranoia. Okay. okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, and what do you think the dude's going to do? Right. And finally, Hedrick, um, I would like to know what you've been doing. Uh, Hedrick is trying to follow the crowds. He's looking to gain as many fans as he can. Uh, you like sort of like playing music and soothing the people who are injured or like are recovering? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Remind everybody that there's a new addition to the heroes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily to gloat, but. Well, to be fair, he he earned the, the Heroes of the Telduria title. He was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. He was there for the naming. So I think this is right. I'm not calling that into question at all. Okay, I good. Just, I'm just saying, hypothetically, there may be somebody in the crowd who needs some reminding. Yeah, that's true. Yes, well, he is new to the group. Uh-huh. They're getting it from the horse's mouth. Would you like me? Would you like to make me a performance check, please? Oh boy. He's like oh, little Oscar on the Brady nice. Bunch at this point. That's very nice. <laughs> Remember Oscar? Twenty-seven. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. No. You gain from... an additional six hundred personal fans. Sweet. Um and. I would say even like Franz, not I wouldn't necessarily help on that role, but he's been playing along with you and trying to get better as you play. R- rhythm guitar, probably. <laughs> oh, naturally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At that, at that extent, uh, he is still very much um, getting used to the new surroundings, trying to get a lay for what people are talking about other than the undead like coming in he wants to get a feel for what kind of places is not just what's happening to it so he's he's trying to learn uh at least a bit about the culture the fact that they're mostly a seafaring um Mm -hmm. sort of um island based kind of yeah but they deal in trade yes they either have 
limited resources on the many island. Many merchants here. Yeah. Many or everything gets here. shipped and yes. exported and imported. So um, he's trying to get a feel for like what kind of people they are. Are they swindlers, like where everything is a barter system? I wouldn't say everyone's a swindler, but yeah, you could pretty much find a good deal or try to bargain for a good deal everywhere you go. Well, it could be, yeah, just the concept of haggling. Yes, that is, is a that in, is a very well-known and established practice here Okay. in the Islands of the Blood Bay. So um, he's also checking out the competition. He wants to see if there's any Bards? Singers, other, yeah, dancers, other oh. You'll like, find you'll find no shortage. And maybe there's maybe a few, fewer up north here, um, but always every tavern seems to have because like you don't forget the area that you guys were in that little exclusion zone was just a small part of this like this like small mm-hmm. like city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, but I'm looking at the competition the, and trying to gauge like, well, what people like here. People are celebrating because the panic has finally seemed to die down now that they know that they're. Not competition. Yeah. Colleagues. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Their, their people are okay. So there's a lot of celebrations. A lot of musicians playing in a lot of different bars at yeah. all hours. And mostly, like, I imagine I would go from bar to bar and play in between. Yes. Like, as I'm walking the street, I'm strumming and just singing along. With your, with your yeah. 27, you've even had some of the other musicians invite you up on stage, and they just jam with you. Little solos. Right. And, like, and, and like highlight you because they, they really like your sound. Mm-hmm. So like that's what I mean. Like among those fans, I, I you know I mentioned like that's what I mean. Like you've like you've you've kind of made a small name for yourself in a short period of time in this particular side. All right, I mean when I say small name, personally, like as a group, you guys have made a uh, you know global name for yourselves. Musically, he's probably like an Ike Turner kind of presence because of like the amp on him. Right. Oh right, oh, yeah. also very true. And I'm, people are like, whoa, what the I'm using hell is going on here? As a mobile broadcast. Yeah, like a person, just your personal amplification yeah. device. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last question. Is sure. there a Bobby Moe and the Blood, Bla- Blood Bay Blues Band? <laughs> Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band? <laughs> Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band? Yeah. I'm not even going to try it. Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band. Blues Band? Bobby Moe and the oh, Blood Bay Blues Band? <laughs> I mean, I did it the first time. I mean, yeah, you guys are just you guys are just making it worse for yourselves. Like, I haven't even tried it yet, so now I don't even have to. <laughs> Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Boots. Oh, I'm gonna oh, You think it's gonna be easier? It's not that easy. Um, is this a band that I should know? Uh, I was just curious. Amongst the acts that I've seen already, is there a Blood Bay Blues band led by Bobby Moe? Uh, yes. Okay. Last name Moe. Um, first name Bobby. Because I think that any DM who would say no to that <laughs> is just really killing a all the fun. Bad DM. Right. Always say yes. Of so course am, there is. <clears throat> I am uh, intrigued, taking a little break and watching their show. Yeah, so Bobby Moe's killing it up there, and the Blood Bay... Uh, <laughs> and you mean to say the Blood Bay Blues, blues band. band. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> the Blood Bay B- Blues Band. Led by who? <laughs> Led by whom? Bobby May. Oh, Bobby Moe. Bobby Moe. Not Bobby May. Give me Moe, Bobby Moe. <laughs> Bobby Moe and the Blood Bay Blues Band. And maybe Bobby Moe. Yeah. I still stumbled over that one. That's okay. All right, we're it's definitely going to have to Mr. Black this one in here for every time we meant to say it. We'll just go. Bobby Moe and the band? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Moe and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you're at the show. They're have, they're, everyone's having a great time. Everyone's having a great time. People are buying you drinks left and right. And I'm doing the same. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody likes a, a generous hero. Right. So what's funny is that like, people are buying you drinks and then you're buying everybody else drinks. So it really kind of just all evens out and you end up, you break even tonight. What's your favorite tune by uh, 
BM BBBB. <laughs> BM and the BBB. Um, it's uh, my baby. Don't give a ship. <laughs> I love it. That's a real heater. Get you going. Finger, finger snapper. All right, great. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to circle back around now. Thank you, Hedrick. So now we've kind of checked in with what everybody's doing. Quinn. Yes. Um, after, yes. after only maybe uh, two short days, you receive a response. Murph comes excitingly running back in, as he always does. Of course. And hands you um, another letter mm-hmm. that simply says... Oh, you didn't just text it to me? No. No. Damn. That simply says, one week's time. And then uh, there's, you know, it says that the, you know, the others will probably be there around then. Um, does Paradil see this letter arrive? Uh, yeah, Murph is, I mean, there's no way that Murph does not catch everybody's attention. Okay. When he arrives back. And good news, good news, gather around, <laughs> gather around. Murph is speaking in a much lower register at this point. No, or is this Quinn? That's oh, that's Quinn. Quinn. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have <laughs> very, very good news. Do tell. I, and by that I mean we, have been invited to that meet was it. <laughs> the Sea Lords. Sorry, I had to read for a second. I apologize. <laughs> he's reading from a letter. It says this is legit. This is, apparently, Quinn's, and he's, and Quinn's he's a, very Quinn's, good with his words. So he's he's carefully and he's a great writer, but apparently not a great reader. No. <laughs> well, no. Oh. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Nobody said I knew how to read. Anyway. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> don't give me. Don't give me that ammunition. Don't give me that ammunition. We have been invited uh-huh. to a feast, mm. a feast of feasts, if you will, mm. with the Sea Lords in Ardwall. That's the capital city to the south. Is Jar- we must go. Is Jarrell there? I feel I'm not certain that if you the second you got the letter, you probably started. I'm going to tell you right now. Everyone knows. Okay, yeah. so everyone's I here. Gather around, gather around. I waited for everybody of importance to be in the vicinity. How much longer is Jarrell's project going to take? Um, at this point, you'd probably be able to wrap up before this. You'd have to leave for this event, or at least like leave it in capable hands. Yeah. Uh, Do so, I choose who I want to take? I feel like what I'm going to say is <laughs> everyone here has the opportunity to choose who they're going to take. But what I'm also going to say is that um, I think that we're just going to have the whole crew on the airship when we leave here. Unless sure. you guys tell me that one of your characters stays behind here. Everyone's here. So maybe when we arrive, you can choose who you take off the airship, but everyone's coming along for the ride. Perfect. Well, certainly the uh, magnanimous, uh, benevolent uh, Captain Lord Master would allow everyone to decide whether they would like to eat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that was a very... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know what so to what's, say. What time's dinner? Yeah, it was very much both completely it was, it was obsequious a, was, and yeah. very, like, <laughs> slanted. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like 
Are you gonna choose to be a dick or <laughs> are you just gonna kiss his ass so hard that like it's like it's chapped? <laughs> well, he's definitely trying to disguise his dicks. Okay. Sure. I see what you're doing over there. Okay. <laughs> um, would Quinn like to make me an insight roll to see if he knows what he's doing there? And would uh Hedrick like to make me a deception roll? Absolutely. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look. I got a 19. Yeah, mm, nope. You think he's being genuine? <laughs> of course he does. Okay. Uh, oh, you. So I'm definitely like furling and drawing everybody's attention to the captain. The Lord and Captain. <laughs> Lord and Captain. Is that all you tell them, though? Is that you're invited to a feast of feasts and, um, and, 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 and you know. I'm hungry. That, with the Sea Lords? Uh, I'm only saying this yeah, because no, no, no. there the is names. one other important detail. Not not just the names. There's one other important detail in that letter that um, should pique your interest. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving you the option, and I'm also going to make sure that everyone here at this table knows that there is more that you're withholding from them, and I... that I want them to give you the dirtiest looks possible. <laughs> did you hold this letter out to read it, or did you like fold it back up and then announce to everyone? I only am carrying the response. The, the response at this point. Oh, the okay. It's, okay. it's in this time. Right. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Quinn, I can see you're being a little cagey. Can we meet in a in the dark <laughs> and and just <laughs> read this letter aloud together, please? Damn it, y'all! You know I don't have dark vision. Honestly, I don't know why you always get the letters. Because I'm the I'm, one. Even so, them. I would like to read it. What about you, Perry? Nobody else writes letters. I've never missed Hoblet more. <laughs> Someone who can't. So read. I will. I'll. I'll read the letter. <laughs> okay. You have been invited to an audience before the Sea Lords, rulers of the prosperous free nation of the Blood Bay Islands, and legendary captains of the glorious Armada. Your notoriety has piqued our interest, and we have many worldly matters to discuss with you. Please join us for a feast of feasts in Ardwall. We would be honored to have you as our guests as we host Tal'Duria's first summit of the Southern Kingdoms. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so... Quinn's Quinn's on a high horse right now. Yeah, and thinking being that very he's cagey. being honored as a possible sea mm-hmm. lord. Well, why wouldn't you want to just flaunt that in everybody's face? I guess is my question. Because I don't want to be wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Because <laughs> if I'm wrong, I look like an idiot. <laughs> but I feel like that's meta gaming. Right. Like you as a character, I no, think would I'd... would you be on guard for that? Yes. Okay. hundred percent. Now that doesn't because... sound like funny business. That sounds like some money business. Sure. <laughs> so, but I also don't trust the Sea Lords. So I feel like I'm I'm still a little I'm I'm not 100% about this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's going on. Quinn, thank you for trusting us to read that letter. You know that whatever the outcome is won't affect our support of you. Mm-hmm. What kind of food do they have at these things? Good Maybe these food? sea lords are lords of seafood. Daryl's a big fan of seafood. Mm-hmm. I like the butter, mainly. <laughs> the sea, the sea butter. 
<laughs> sure, sure. Does that Except come from the, the sea cows? Yeah, sea salted, <laughs> yeah. unsea salted butter for me, please. <laughs> unsea salted sea butter from the sea cow. Now I don't want to give anybody's hopes up, but I think we should attend to see what the sea lords have to say. Let's take a look, see. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. That was too many sea puns, but they were using the word sea. Like, come on, you guys could do better than this. I know. I'm a little salty about it. You gotta see past (laughs) the puns. (laughs) (laughs) When you disappoint the entire table. Yep. Man. (laughs) You know, just coming in waves, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh. Water. (laughs) What? Water. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you guys wanna do? Do you make preparations? So we have a week to get there, and uh-huh. it took Murph how long to get there like and get back? Pretty much a day and a half. Yeah, okay. So we have about three and a half, three-ish days to... No, you're going to fly there. It's going to probably take you about... Yeah, I was going to say... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it'll take us um, very quickly. I'd like to uh, send a little goodbye letter and a thank you for all her help of the uh, the Centaur of Disease Control. Ah, uh, yes, Rick Sakovac. Yes, the Centaur for Disease Control is working diligently still uh, in inside Yarvik's home to ensure that, you know, the rest of the operation continues smoothly. It's going to probably take Jarrell at least a few days to wrap things up in town as well, so you have plenty of time to... Right, you'd probably even say a, a, a personal thank you. She's here. Oh, yeah. All right, so I took her out to lunch. We had we had salads. <laughs> wow. So by took her out to lunch, I mean you probably went to a food tent, you know, here. Unless you are you did you try to take her take her outside of the exclusion zone or like the like you know like the tent area into like maybe Southern Yorvik's home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like you're taking her in a, town. It was like, a crab salad. A crab salad. <laughs> um, that was the name <laughs> of the joint. The no, crab no, salad. We had salads. It was it was a crab salad. She agreed oh, okay. to go with you. Um, as you know, you guys did a great, you know, service for her and the Omega Project. Um, you see that she uh, is trying to politely pick all of the seafood off of the salad and just eat the greens. I notice this, and I take. And she's also not sitting and, in a seat. And, yeah, I give her the rest of my right. greens. Right. And I hold the bowl up. Mm-hmm. You guys have to eat at the. <laughs> you, guys, you guys. You guys have to eat at the raised bar here, just because you know she's just a little taller than most, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it's much easier. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to find a way to sit down. Oh yeah. No, she's a delight. So yeah. a centaur Full walks into a bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you guys have a lovely lunch together. She, uh, you know, thanks you profusely, you and everyone else in your crew, like profusely for all of your assistance and that, you know, she'd be happy to be called upon should you have any questions related to any diseases. Wait, I, I thought of the rest of that joke. What? So a centaur walks into a bar. <laughs> the bartender says, are you still kind of hoarse? And they say, no, it's all behind me. Perfect. Um, <laughs> oh that was oh actually an, that was a sigh of approval. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's already a joke, but I'm kind of proud. Uh, yeah, that's a good wh- one. Whether good it, one. whether it is or not, it doesn't matter. It was good. Right. I enjoyed it. Um, one of the topics of conversation I'd like to talk to Rick Sokovic mm. is the three lords and see what kind of knowledge I can glean from her, either about the southern kingdoms or their rulers. Sure. She says, to my knowledge, uh, the current three rulers are James Gare, uh, what was it, uh, Derek One-Eye Dudley, 
and uh, oh, oh wow, look at that! I just am I reading this right? Tessa Southwind. Any relation? I don't. I, I can't make a comment on that. Um, we're not entirely that is sure. Information, uh, the master, <laughs> Captain, Lord, um, usually likes to keep his privacy about personal matters. Oh yeah, and just, just just figured I'd ask. Um, yeah, that's yeah. So that that appears to be who the uh, yes, who the current three um, sea lords are. I imagine you don't get a name or a hyphenated one at that unless it's true. So there, he's only got the one eye, huh? Uh, it, 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 <laughs> hyphenated name. It would appear so from the nickname. He he uh, literally writes on everything. Yes. And nicknames are more serious with a hyphen. One hyphen I. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> they got a little more impact. You know? Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, you don't get one for no reason. Yeah. I, I want to know how he lost his eye. So if it's just two words without the hyphen, you'd be like, this guy can't be serious. Well, if it was like. <laughs> You know, Paradol the Gnome Lincolnwood, that wouldn't leave much to the imagination, that would it? But if it were hyphenated, just the, the gnome. hyphen gnome. What, what, if, what if it was like, you know, that means- uh, uh, par- Paradol Gnome-sized Lincolnwood, you know? Oh, now I get it. My favorite part of this is it's literally like player talking to character, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a little bit of everything. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to give you a bit of the characters, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that fourth wall has not been standing for a long time. No, I didn't. We knocked that yeah. shit down. Ages I was like, ago. when was there ever a fourth wall? Right. <laughs> there was a plan for one. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the masking tape. Right. You guys it even named. There. You it's guys even wide. named your keep Fourth Wall Farms. That's true. Yeah, right. There you go. It's so. like a hammock, and we all kept on piling in. Right. And then it just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced that Phil isn't partially just Hedrick anyway. So right. That's how this works. Um, <laughs> who made me a bard? Oh, wait. <laughs> so, um, that all happens. Is there any other last-minute things you guys want to do in the time you have remaining before you set off? And Quinn, I'm going to ask you as the captain. Uh-huh. Um, when are you trying to get there? Are you trying to get there right on time, or are you trying to get there early? I'm only asking. Because you have time. The deep inside of me wants to be fashionably late. But what's deep inside you? Deep inside me. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many things. Uh, I want to be fashionably late. However, I feel like there is something amiss about this, specifically because of this Tessa Southwind thing. So Quinn wants to get there slightly early. Okay. How early? Like a day early? A few hours early? Um, <laughs> two days early? Give me, give me some of the worst. So way. I'm, so I would assume it's kind of an evening affair. I mean, it's most gonna, of these are usually kind of like this. Sounds pretty big. It could yeah. be a multi-day affair, for all you know. Okay. Um, I want to get there like when the sun rises the day of the day of the yeah. summit mm-hmm. slash feast of feasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the morning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, anyone else got anything? You guys uh, good? Are Jarrell and Zero done with their project? Yes. Are they on the ship? Yes. Right. You will Smart definitely, yeah, you definitely be able to do that now. Okay. Okay. Per- Peridol, anything from you? Okay, great. So, yeah, you guys set off. Uh, you know, it's not a very long journey. Um, what I will say, though, some things that you uh, notice as you're, as the sun's starting to rise and you're kind of getting close to Ardwall. 
There's some very, um, very large amount of ships docked and also just out to sea, you know, maybe like anchored out to sea um, offshore from Ardwall. And we're talking about these, all these ships are flying colors that from like almost every single nation here in Telduria. You recognize. And uh, it's, uh, it's an extensive list, so bear with me. You recognize the uh, symbols of Last Wall and the Crow King, just black sails that are like almost like feathered. Um, you see the colors of Erelon, where your your gal, Queen Darvish, and uh, you know Kip, aka Baroness Anastarian, uh, hail from where your keep is. Mm-hmm. You see um, a, a sort of a smaller ship next to the Erelon ship that seems to be flying the flag of the barony of Riverford where you guys killed the baron many many moons ago Uh, that's where we first met Mr. Black no Um, that was after that yeah it was was in that region yeah and Um, uh, Captain it was right before that what's her face you told me about Kip Captain Kip yeah aka now well now known as Baroness Anastarian of Erlon um you see the three very famous ships of the current Sea Lords. I mean, you can tell because they are just the most decked out like pirate ships you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, you can see that there's there's some. Now is Sea Lord hyphenated? No. Okay. So not really. There not really are very serious no. About that. There are the um, colors of the Arch Clerisy of Valen from High Rock. Could you repeat that one? The Arch Clerisy of Valen. Uh, which is based in High Rock. It's who Shelley from uh, from High Rock works, you know, like works with. Who Jarrell was sent by. Yep. And your boys. Right. And Basha, for that matter. Yeah. Right. Um, you have the flags of uh, now. This is you, these these ships look way more rickety, very like very sharp edges and like on the wood. Um, these are the flowing the colors of the Troll King. Oh, cool. Which is where the monster party yeah. essentially originated from. Uh, you see the colors of the Gray Citadel and the um, the independent gnome, uh, the gnome corp of uh, engineers, gnome corps of engineers. Yeah. Um, you see flags from the Darakeen Protectorate and from the two elven factions, the uh, High Kingdom of the High Elves and the. Uh, the druids of the forest. Any Omega project? Yes, the um, the tons of Omega project ships here. I as was well, say Tamasha here. Yeah, as well as a bunch of ships with like what appears to be dragon heads um, on the sails. You'd think that this might be from like way up to the northeast, like the opposite opposite end of like you know where you guys are, uh, from the um, the kingdom of the or the was it the kingdom of the dragon princes. Which you guys don't hear much from. Lots and lots of nations here. Are there any missing nations? Uh, as far as the established southern kingdoms, this would be it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's here. Do these ships? Everyone. Yeah. Do these ships look like they're transport ships, or are they warships? I mean, um, I imagine they have some sort of defenses, but there are transport ships 
with a um, some small or large sort of fleet backing escort. them, yeah, to escort. Okay. You know, you can definitely tell that based on whether these nations were seafaring, you know, or not. The amount of escort they brought with them, the dwarves look like they're barely, you know, <laughs> keeping these things afloat. But the gnomes are are doing their best to help. Hmm. I wonder what a dwarvish ship looks like. Um, it's definitely got a lot of very smooth edges. Um, and you can see that it's actually powered more by um, a lot of gnomish engineering, um, where it's almost like, I wouldn't call it a steamboat, but it does have like those, those little wheels, right? Paddles. Yeah. yeah, on the side that kind of like propel these things forward because um, it's just much easier that way. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's here, and it's, it's like it's dawn. You guys, uh, you, you, you know, obviously you're flying this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there appear to be people ready to receive you, and they find actually a, a tower off of one of the many battlements and, like, castles and, like, you know, ruins around this area because it looks like this island has probably seen a lot of invasions in the long history of this continent, you know, in this world. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's been just been, like, things built over top of them or around them, right? There's, like, you, know, you definitely know the Sea Lords did not build the castles that are ruined here. But there's, there is, like, a sort of a tower sort of standing, you know, off... Um, kind of towards like up the hill on this like sort of island as it kind of goes it looks down the coast uh, they, they moor you up on and you're able to actually disembark with relative comfort Darrell asks uh, Quinn why would they all meet here well this is the capital the fir- this is where the sea lords yes wh- why everyone here for the sea lords and he's just being like kind of a dick to Quinn really <laughs> is is there actually a reason Jarrell would know? Um, it would be very odd. It's very odd that all of the southern kingdoms, right? Are, Why are having a does summit? Everybody care here. about the sea lord. This is exactly what Jarrell is saying. He's kind of saying it in a dickish way, and he's kind of being just in general a dick about it. <laughs> well, they sure did invite a lot of people. Yeah. Is is there any reason Quinn knows that every single nation would show up here i mean we are my my inference would be we are the hot and so (laughs) because of how famous we are at this point and the things and the fact that we've done a lot for a lot of these areas my assumption would be that they need us for something bigger than what they can handle or there's some sort of accolade they would like to give me us uh, or something. So they're showing off, probably. It sounds like your kind of people. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> kind of. I think I'm taken in on this. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Well, we are the ambassadors of badassery. <laughs> mm-hmm. <True>. God damn it! <laughs> Everybody's got to represent. Does Does Franz want to? Um. Introduce us, Franz. You're gonna send them. You're gonna send. Oh, the, the, oh send yeah, the, the people there. The square right? and the minstrel would make sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, they could definitely walk in. Um, is it just the two of them? Do we want to send anyone else? We have a lot of like. You also have a lot of could, sure. Right, you also have a lot of ground to cover between where you're moored and like maybe okay. where there's meeting. You you haven't even you don't even know where it's taking place. You're right, sure. it's happening here. Okay, we're at the castle. Yeah. But. So you like. So is there is there anybody that I can? 
kind of approach. Yeah, so as you dock up, I mean, there's people there waiting to receive you, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it looks like this was definitely hastily figured out as far as, like, where they could put this airship. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a quite a bit of hubbub and commotion about the fucking airship rolling into town. You have to understand, there's a lot Flying. of sh- a, there are a lot of ships here, but, but all of them are at sea, right? Um, lots of people are taking interest, and you can see that there are some. Uh, you can see some like personal crew members of the Sea Lords, and granted, they have gigantic crews because of their fleet. Um, keeping people at bay so that maybe unsavory folks can't get too close to the airship because there's a lot. I mean, this is, I mean, this is dawn we're talking about. People mm-hmm. are up and they are very interested in the arrival of the heroes of Telduria and the only airship to ever exist ever. Can we uh, describe like the driving mechanism of this thing again? It's like half magic, half like enchantment. But, like, yes. there's some gas power in so it. So you have a there? gas bag. So what does it sound like? What does this thing look like? What are like? What is animating on this thing as it's rolling in? Probably so the there's no engine, so it's actually rather, it's actually rather uh, quiet. It's more creaky. Right? Okay. There might be, like, a low hum from just, like, some of the mechanics inside that are, like, okay. you know, that the Omega Project put in. But it's, mo- it's, it's, it's mostly quiet and creaky because you're being held afloat by this gigantic gas bag with these fins attached to it, right? And also to the side of the ship to kind of provide stability. You're talking about like an Enterprise D kind of low hum? Um, Yeah, maybe even, yeah, something like that. And then you have, um, you have the Sky Obsidian, Sky Obsidian acting as sort of this ballast that keeps the ship righted and as well as also allows you to, you know, like lift based with, you know, with the, with the gas that you're, you know, that's going into and out of the chamber. That's being produced by the air elemental, like, or being propelled by the air elemental. So that's kind of helping control the lift and propulsion and a lot of the things um, that you know, like, like the captured air elemental you guys have. So you probably just hear the air elemental screaming inside of a giant. Balloon that's what that low hum is. <laughs> yeah. Good cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we have like a captured a being slave that we, that we don't <laughs> call a slave. Well, well, it's just the essence of it now. Yeah, they're not. We've really broken turbines. it. <laughs> the the elements are, are are very malleable. Sometimes they can take form into like in, take take shape into like a, I guess like a physical form, and that they can they can like has like a quote unquote consciousness and like attack you and stuff like that. But it's very amorphous. Like the elements are all generated from like the actual planes of those elements. Got it. So it's sort of like an infinite source. Sure. Yeah. So it's not so like an air elemental is not so much a sentient being unto itself so much as it is like an affiliate of a plane. Yeah, yes, it's like it's like yeah, it's yes to both, honestly. Does it have okay. feelings? Um I wouldn't say it has capable <laughs> of human or like humanoid feelings. Don't laugh. I'm like very right, interested. That's why I'm asking. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly why I'm asking. Does it have feelings? That is a very humanoid concept that you are attaching to pure elemental energy. Right. If we hit it, does it not bleed? No, it, it doesn't. Does not bleed. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a blood elemental? <laughs> um, I mean, listen, there may be an elemental plane of blood. No one has discovered it. Cool. But there are blood magicians, and they are very evil. Dope. Okay. Cool. There's your history lesson. Thank you. Um, it was colorful. And yeah. Enlightening. So yeah, uh, but you arrive and you and like yeah again there's the, there's this very this huge commotion going on. Everyone's very excited for the hot arrival. Do they take the party? Well, once we like yes. step off, 
Do yeah. they take all of us? I mean, you're greeted by some very animated and jolly piratey looking folks. Because we have like an entire shipload of people. Uh huh. And they're ready. Okay. So you're taking everyone in. You have a you have a you have a personal escort of highly refined pirates. Okay. Uh, Basha is now standing closer to Jarrell more frequently. Yes, makes sense. Um, you can see, now right now it's still just a bunch of like the um, the denizens of Ardwall, right, and like the crew. Again, I'm using crew loosely, right? The crew of the three sea lords. Mm-hmm escorting you. You haven't really seen anybody from the other southern kingdoms yet. Um, but as you start to descend, descend, again, crowds are parting, you know, with this escort. Like, people are shouting your names. Are, are those of us who have horses on horses? Um, like, are we riding through the, the castle or are we walking through? They've the actually provided horses for you guys. Oh, and we have horses too. Yeah. Right. But I mean, they've provided, I guess, for any that don't have any, they've provided horses. Oh, so even you. the interns get horses? Yes. Oh. Everyone is riding in in style. The dude's flying around. Okay. Um, what I will also say is that uh, before we get too far, right, we're sticking with Hedrick, Quinn, Peridil, and Dudu. Currently, Dudu would not really be invited into this circumstance yet. He is invited. I mean, he's there. He's here. But he's you're, there. but you're going to be you're right for as we are speaking. You are Jarrell. More likely than not, you are Jarrell. Mm-hmm. And I think he's Quinn, right behind. Yeah, Quinn would want Jarrell. Yeah, pretty well, I just close I want to make sure like I know who's kind of riding up front. You know, like kind of to, to have these yeah. discussions. There, right? I mean, there's no way that Dudu would be sitting up right behind not at all Quinn. And I'm sure that Quinn gave. Pregnard, a very long and arduous task. Discussion. <laughs> no, just just to keep him busy. Discreetly, he gave him oh, a really sure. good task yeah. to take right. care of. Like he made right. it seem really important that yeah. uh, Pregnard stays on the hair ship. Okay, so Pregnard so, is yeah. not joining for the feast. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have why, to imagine that well, Quinn would so never so allow him. This yeah, is right. why, like, That's, I asked the question earlier, and right. I was like, really, all of us are going. And I was like, I'll let this happen. I, there's I, no I, way Quinn is I was like, there's no way anywhere. I would let Pregnard <laughs> yeah, go makes near sense. that. Makes complete sense. Slime and all. <laughs> totally understand. I was hoping that to do is all a question the characters mark too, but. would be invited. Everyone is invited, but Quinn, it said Quinn and crew on the letter. Okay. So he is making the determination of who is and is not there. Well, I think at a certain point, whether or not Dudu and Pregnart join the festivities is up to Dudu and Pregnart. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Let's um, see. What did what did Quinn tell uh, Pregnart to do? Yep. Let's establish this. This is great. This is um, great. I want to hear this because this could be a Pregnart fuse. This could be a I Pregnart know. alarm of sorts. Because I, I had an idea in my mind, and now I'm regretting the idea. So let me <laughs> let me think this through for a second. No, you have no time to think. Uh, what was it? So Pregnart is in charge. Oh. Okay. Of so. I let him know that it is a possibility mm-hmm. <laughs> that the Sea Lords may end up joining us on the ship at some point. Uh-huh. So I have Pregnar preparing a meal of sorts that he is then going to spend the next day or so making? Working on, yeah. <laughs> and, and preparing. Also planning, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So I, I tell him he's got like a day or two. So I think he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be pretty, pretty occupied. And the dude's just gonna shit on the deck. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's also fetching things that pregnant might need. Oh, I am, go. I am not a, like, 
I would prefer him not to go, but I don't actually say anything to I don't feel like you've ever really communicated with the dude. I'm not really like a dude. Like, I don't really. The only time you've talked to him was when you went to his house and he thought you were a plumber. Yeah. Right. And that was that but that but that but was were, a long were, time yeah. ago and I, and I didn't I, know you were a goose then. You didn't ever ask why there was a goose on your ship. <laughs> nope, you literally just did not, no one questioned it. I was just like, oh well we got a fucking talking frog too. So yeah, I was we like, just whatever. accepted these nobody's, things. Yeah. Nobody's really talked to Dadoo. So <clears throat> McGoggle. I am <laughs> gonna say talking frog <laughs> McGoggle. Okay. I would say that Dr. Dadoo is a if he follows us, mm-hmm. fine. If not, I'm much better off. To do once he sees Quinn leave, will come down and say, uh, "Pregnant? What are you supposed to be doing again? Do you need?" I'm making a fancy meal for the Seekings. Oh, I shall help you then. Uh, what what ingredients are you missing? Oh. I need a plum, just one. And uh, I'm off (laughs) 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 to get one plum, and they will go back and forth like this for the next probably day and a half, or he'll send him out for one thing, just piecemeal the entire thing. So that okay, I like that. Okay, perfect. Pregnard is so sing songy and long winded, and Dadu is just so fleeting. Yeah, Yeah. not only distracted. You can imagine, like, Dudu doesn't know where he's going, so he's certainly getting to know the local this, area, this area oh. quite well, mm-hmm. trudging back and forth from neighborhood to neighborhood, from market to market to get each individual item. Sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay, great. Um, thank you for establishing that. You guys arrive eventually at, we're going to call it, it looks like it's this gigantic building that's, like, at the beach, at shore. Um, it's like, I mean, I guess like whatever you would imagine a medieval beach resort to look like mm-hmm. that's run by pirates. We've been to a couple. What it looks like. Not None that have been run by pirates, though. No, none that have been run by pirates. Do we see any fortified or stone buildings, or is this mainly like Oh, fuck yeah. There's ta- there, there's, there are towers and lighthouses all along the shore. There are some even some coves and things like that. Like There are people in constant lookout of the seas because this is their island, and they are very invested in protecting it. Mm-hmm. You also know that this, you can also notice that this particular like area is very far from the docks, um, probably intentionally so. Mm-hmm. What's the water doing? Is there a lot of rocks out there? Does it look like there's a break wall? Um, it, 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 there is a bit of a break wall. Uh, the sea is very calm today. It's very, it's very, it's very quiet this morning. I'm just trying to read whether or not it's common to see ships on this side as opposed to... You, you, know, wouldn't, you, you would, would, you would, you would not normally see ships on this side unless it's like leisure ships. Okay. Or like okay. paddle boards. Sure. Kayaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Is there... So we're looking at the biggest this one is, on, this the, is, on the edge This here. is definitely like the private beach resort of the Sea Lords. Cool. Um, because you can tell because the crowds start to thin the closer you get to the beach. So you know that this area is like a, no, okay. There's like, there are some more recreational and more public use. I'm going to use that in quotes areas further down shore, but this is very, there's there's sort of, there seems to be a silent agreement that this is like this zone, this area is like, yeah, exclusive. Um, that's not to say there's a, a decent amount of people here, but now it's pretty much all crew of the Sea Lords and a lot of um, local dignitaries 
that you recognize, you know, or at least that you know recognize as wearing like some colors or maybe clothing based on the regions that they come from. So you're starting to see more people in robes from the arch clerisy. Not too yeah. many. A lot of them are also trying to just steer away from like the the drinking and like the things. Like they're they're just trying to like find quiet places to just like hang out until things get started. Yeah. They're very un- they seem very uncomfortable here. Um, Basha and Jarrell both have their so Basha wears just more of straight up robes. Mm-hmm. But Jarrell has like more ceremonial stuff over his armor. Okay, that so he's more he's looking a lot more flashy, knowing that the Clarice is here. Yeah, but you're still in your full armor. Yeah, but they, they, they have like special little tap like stuff that he puts over himself. Right. Well, you also have very special armor. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. Yeah. It's very nice looking. Yes. Um, but Basha is keeping his head down as okay. mu- much as he can. Great. You guys arrive, and very quickly, as things, um, you know, as you guys get closer and start to get maybe dismount and whatnot, three people with an entourage of, of their own come down a set of stairs that are coming from like a sort of a second floor deck to this um, place. And you know it's a woman and two men. Mm-hmm. Um, one's one man. One of the, the 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 woman and one of the men are human, at least human looking. Um, and the uh, and, and one of them is a half orc with an eye patch. <laughs> I know his name. And the woman speaks <laughs> up, and she says, "Captain Southwind, it is a pleasure to finally meet you." And that's what we're going to call today's episode. So, guys, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We are on such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We're on Facebook. Uh, it's just, you know, Hapless Heroes Podcast. Uh, we have a subreddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. A lot of those places will point you to the crown jewel of our social media experience, and that is our Discord server where you can talk to us, like our cast members, our other fellow audience members about anything gaming. DMing, like world building, uh, things that aren't even D and D related, sports. Like it's a it's it's a great place to discuss whatever with anybody. If you really like us, though, you can leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. Do it. Uh, means a lot to us. We get a lot of it's, you know your kind words. Really, just uh, just I mean, send us over the moon. It's just beautiful. And if you really really like us, you can also donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hapless Heroes. We have a lot of great rewards. We've gotten some new donors recently. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All of you guys for donating to this podcast helps me pay for all this equipment and our hosting costs and all the things like it just, it just, it means the world to me. We, and, and we may try to make it worth your time. Been releasing bloopers, been releasing, you know, other unreleased like audio episode things, um, artwork and character sheets and just a whole bunch of stuff on that Patreon. Uh, and yeah, so again, thank you. It's patreon.com slash episodes. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, uh, open up a business on a busy street of your choice and install in the front door a large, old timey keyhole. And uh, inside the store, uh, make curious sounds and, um, you know, just distracting titillating sounds maybe <laughs> that will attract people to try to come up to the door and look through it but inside that keyhole will be a magical uh, mind control laser beam that will uh, convince them to download our podcast perfect 
easy enough, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm already planning on it. You guys in our Discord have been asking us for like a doable one. I mean, yeah. that's totally doable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the only hard part is getting the DBA doing doing business as from the right. You know, the bank and uh, probably making the magical mind control laser beam. But I think it's doable. It's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, I guess the last thing that uh, we have to do tonight is really just outro our cast. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go for my right now. And we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. And to do. Uh, and to do. Pregnant, I, I got your plum. What's next? Zach as Peridol Lincoln Woods and Pregnart. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm in the beach. <laughs> I'm off. Oh, boy. I'm <laughs> reacting to this remotely. <laughs> <laughs> Mike as the illustrious, the uh, ever uh, eloquent, slightly cagey Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Who is this woman with my paternal surname? And Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. I'm here to greet ya. It's nice to meet ya. We are hot, hot, hot. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week. Bye bye now. Bye. Goodbye. 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 I'm such a fan. Bye bye.